Here's a common scenario. Someone at your organization says, we need to raise some money. We should host a, and fill in the blank, a fundraising gala, a golf tournament, a 5K, or whatever it is. And then it begins. So today's question, are you planning your event backwards? Now, I'm not talking about planning backwards from the date of your event. That's creating an event timeline, and it's something that you absolutely should be doing. And if you want more information about creating an event planning timeline, go to episode number four, leaving enough time to plan your event. What I'm talking about is a different kind of backwards planning, and it's a very common one. So someone says, we need to raise some money, and they decide they want to host some type of event. The planning starts without giving any thought to who this event is for. It starts with a goal of raising money, but not much thought is put into who's going to be attending and why will they want to attend. This type of planning is backwards. You're planning an event that you want or think you need to host. Usually the type of event is chosen based on what other nonprofits are doing, or maybe it's the time of year that you want to host it. The reality is that you should start with an audience in mind and then build your event around that audience. That includes the type of event, the time of year, the location. All those event components should be decided with your target audience in mind. Now, there are a couple of factors to consider when you start planning an event the right way with your audience in mind. So the one is, is your current audience the target audience for your event? So your followers on social media, the people in your donor database, the people on your marketing email list, or if you've already hosted an event, the people that are currently coming. There's a very big difference in hosting an event for the audience you already have versus building one for the audience you want. I've talked to many nonprofits over the years that are worried because their current donor pool is aging and their event audience is shrinking, and they want to cultivate that next generation of donors. Yet when it came time to plan their fundraising event, they were planning one that was geared to the audience they already had. So second thing to consider is, does the type of event that you're thinking of hosting make sense for your audience? Is it something they're going to want to attend? Now, let's say, for instance, you are targeting a late 20s, early 30s young professionals crowd. Is a gala the right type of event for this group? Or is that maybe an event that they associate with their parents or grandparents? Now, on a side note, if you're thinking of hosting a gala, I want you to check out episode number three, Why You Shouldn't Call Your Gala a Gala. If the event that you're thinking of hosting doesn't make sense for your target audience, you're better off scrapping your plans entirely and starting from scratch. As I said, every event-related decision that you make should be with that target audience in mind. If you don't know the types of activities, entertainment, or other event elements that would appeal to your target audience, make sure you get a few people that fit your target audience profile on your planning team or create a focus group and run the ideas by them. I'll give you an example. I worked with a client a few years ago that had this exact same situation. Um, It was a school foundation that had hosted a fundraising gala for 10 plus years. And they were worried that their current donor pool was aging and their event audience was shrinking. They also noticed that young staff members weren't attending the gala. And they determined that this was partially because of the price point, but also because it just wasn't their type of event. So the executive director wanted to create a new event with this younger audience in mind. 
So I suggested to the ED that we put together a focus group of five to seven young staff members that fit the target audience profile to help us brainstorm. And in order to speed up the process, the executive director and I got together and we brainstormed several ideas that we took to the group. Now, I should point out that the executive director and I are about the same age, similar backgrounds. Uh, We definitely do not fit the target audience for the event. And so it's probably not a shock that none of our ideas appealed to our focus group. But we continued to brainstorm and they ultimately came up with an event that featured dueling pianos as the main form of entertainment. That was sort of the basis of the event. The executive director and I were blown away because this is not something we would have ever come up with on our own. So that's just one example. So you may be wondering why. Why plan an event with a specific target audience in mind? So hopefully my example um, really hit that home. But ultimately, the answer is to raise more money. And there's two ways to do that. The first is to grow your audience. You know, when you grow your event audience, you obviously grow your potential for more donations. And you might be thinking, well, by planning an event around a specific target market, aren't I going to limit who attends my event? Actually, it's just the opposite. When you're building an event with a specific audience in mind, you're going to attract more people who fit that audience profile. And you're going to attract people who are in that person's sphere. They're not going to come alone. They're going to invite their significant other, their friends, their family, their colleagues. I'll give you an example, and this is, this is totally fictitious. It's not from a specific event, but I want you to hear the difference. So this event, this fake event is coming time to promote it. And so you are telling someone about your event and you say, hey, we're hosting a fundraising 5K next month. We'd love it if you could come. Tell everyone you know. Or, we're hosting a 5K next month. It's geared to young professionals from the metro area with pets. We're encouraging all participants, including the pets, to wear blue in honor of our organization. We're going to have prizes for the best dressed. Tell everyone you know. Now, I don't know about you, but I could mentally picture several people who fit that specific target audience profile versus, hey, we're hosting a 5K. Tell everyone you know. As you can see, from a promotional standpoint, not only is it easy for your staff, volunteers, donors, supporters to promote that event to people they know who fit the audience profile, it's also really easy to promote on social media, especially if you're thinking about doing some social media ads, because the more specific you are, um, well, let me back that up. The more broad you are, the more expensive it is to place an ad on social media and the less effective it the ads are going to be. When you try to appeal to everyone, you appeal to no one. Now, the second way you're going to be able to raise more money when you target a specific audience is through sponsorship dollars. I want to clear up a huge misconception when it comes to event sponsorship. Most nonprofits think that businesses sponsor their events because the company or whoever the decision maker is for that company is passionate about your organization's mission or cause. And I'm sure that's true. I hope that's true. However, if a business was simply passionate about your cause, they would write you a check and be done. They'd be a donor. The reason a business sponsors an event is for business and marketing purposes. They want exposure. They want access to your target audience. They want to be aligned 
with your cause. They want their business to be aligned with your cause. And it's really hard to grow your sponsorship dollars and attract those sponsors if you don't know the makeup of your audience. So to sum it all up, you should start with a target audience in mind and build your event around that audience. The more specifically you can describe your ideal event attendee, the easier it's going to be to grow your event in attendance because people are going to be able to tell others about it and using social media and social media ads. And you're also going to be able to attract more event sponsors. So whether this is a brand new event or an existing one, I encourage you to hone in on who it is you would like to attract and build your event around that audience. For an existing event, if you're happy with your event attendance and your results so far, you need to find out who it is that you're already attracting so that you can get more of those people in the door and find sponsors who want access to that audience. If you're building an event from scratch, it's a whole lot easier. You simply outline your target audience you want and go from there. If you listen to my intro episode, you know that at the end of each show, I'm going to include an action item, something that will give you a quick win and help you build momentum on your event. So today's action item is I would like you to download a worksheet that I have on my website. It's that sounds like a plan forward slash one for episode one and download the target audience worksheet. If this is a brand new event, fill it out and you're done. Keep that worksheet handy, though, throughout the process because you want to have your target audience in mind as you're building your event. For those of you who have hosted an event and want to get more clear on who is currently in your event audience, I want you to download the target audience worksheet and then go to whatever your event registration tool is, your platform, and pull your most recent event registration list and then follow the instructions in the worksheet. I walk you through it all. One thing I want to caution is don't overthink this. This is a quick activity. You should be able to finish your target audience worksheet in 15 minutes or less. The goal is to give you a quick win for your day, not to you know, lead you to feeling overwhelmed. Alrighty, thanks so much for joining me. I will see you next week. Bye for now.